Welcome, everybody, to the Back on the Track podcast. I am Mikhail, a.k.a. Trackstar Ninja, and I'm with... Kyra. I'm Kyra. Kyra Hoyland. Yes. And we are about to talk about some Olympic results, primarily the women. So I know, guys, it's a little bit late, but we've been extremely busy these past few weeks, so just haven't had the time. But... We're here now, and we're going to get into it. Before we start, all right, what were your thoughts on the Olympics for the women? I mean, overall, I think the women were more – it was more exhilarating to watch to me, right, overall, than the men. I mean, the men was definitely interesting, but I feel like the women were more exhilarating. Like, a lot of – um like 400 hurdles, as we talk about it more, we go more into depth with the 400 hurdles for the women. You know, that time that they ran, that, you know, it's impeccable. Top three, four years ago, that would have blew out the field, would have blew yeah. out the rest of the field. And just to see the growth that, you know, as you know, I guess I will talk about it more later, but that Sydney has came across, right? In just four years, it's amazing. So just overall, I feel like it was more exhilarating than the men. Um, certain some of the events were predictable. Like we expected, you know, the medalists were not entirely surprised, but like it was interesting to me. All right, but all right. So let's get into it. All right. So first things first, we're gonna start in order, order of events, starting with the hundred meters, the signature event. All right. So this is how it's gonna work. So. I did record a video back a while ago with my pre-race favorites. So I'm going to mm -hmm. say it first, and then we'll go with the real medalist. All right? So, the 100. So, my predictions, I had Shelly Ann Fraser-Price of Jamaica winning the gold. I had Elaine Thompson-Hurrah of Jamaica winning the silver medal. And then I have... Dina Asher-Smith of Great Britain winning the bronze with Sharika Jackson of Jamaica coming forth. So looking at these results, I see here Elaine Thompson-Hurrah with the dub with a time Olympic record of 10.61 seconds. Shelly mm -hmm. Ann coming in second with a time of 10.74 seconds. And then mm -hmm. Sharika Jackson coming in third with a 10.76, a Jamaican sweep. Oh, man. And boy, was that good. All right. So what were your thoughts on the race, Cairo? I mean, 100, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. You know, it's glad to see that Jamaica still has, you know, some hope, right? Because in past years, you know, we swept the sprints, right? We swept the sprints. On the women's side, uh, well, primarily on the men's side, but we also had Shelly Ann, and then Sharika was there, and then Elena was just coming up, you know, these past Olympics. That's kind of when she rose to, I guess, stardom, I guess you could say. But um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It's glad to see that we still have some potential. Um, you know, I would like to see it more spread out in the other events as well, not just primarily the sprints. Like it would nice. It'll be nice to see a, a decent 400 runner for Jamaica, in the four, and the eight, and etc. 
But um, you know, I I thought it was pretty entertaining. Yeah, it and was the good. Get the Olympic record. That was that's always great to watch. And she pulled up too. And she yeah. pulled up. So and I think it was in. She ran into a headwind too. So mm-hmm. it was pretty um quite a dramatic race. But man, yeah. talk about. I mean, Elaine's start was on point. Um, it was. I was watching you watching the race and. She had a better start than Shelly Ann. Shelly Ann's yeah, yeah. start was average, but mm-hmm. Elaine was in her drive phase more. So definitely yeah. she w- had control. And yeah. her top end speed is just incredible. Like no one is going to match her top end speed in that race. So mm-hmm. congrats to Elaine. I mean, Elaine has been struggling a lot these past few years. I mean, yeah, after sure. that, after the Rio Olympics, when she doubled up in the one and two, yeah. you know, 2017, she got injured, I think pulled something in the final. I think she got yeah. fourth or fifth. 2019, same results and, you know, just hasn't been the same. So she had a huge resurgence. And I feel yeah, like after that, win, I think that earlier run. win in July yeah. when she ran like a 10-7, I think that really motivated her to kind of, you know, push herself. You know, that was a huge roadblock. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't think a lot of people, you know, see that right with all the talks about Shakiri, you know mm-hmm. Shakiri's got out of the spotlight you know Shakiri Richardson but you know I think Elaine does deserve her credit right she does deserve her credit um I don't think a lot of people realize how impeccable it is uh-oh I think you're you're buzzing out a little to run yeah oh you can hear me now no I can hear you all right, yeah, so I don't think a lot of people realize how amazing that record was. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like she's not getting the respect she deserves. Jamaica's not getting the respect it deserves. So it's like, you got to give respect where it's due. You see what I'm saying? But she definitely, she climbed over that roadblock that she was going through, whether it was injuries, um, whether it was like a mental phase, she definitely got over that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm happy for her. She deserves it. Yeah. And shout out to Shelly Ann. I mean, 34. I mean, 34. And she's in the best shape of her life. I mean, she's running the best times, you know. She just ran a 10-6 a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You know, she was at a 10-6-3 earlier in the season. I mean, she's just running incredible times, just especially at her age. I mean, you would expect she would be on the decline. But, man. She's getting better with age. Yeah, getting better in age. and. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And then, of course, Sharika coming in third, moving down from the 400. Um, yeah. Sharika, I mean, her – I think the thing with Sharika, though, is her starts mm-hmm. are just really – she has horrible starts. Like, yeah. if yeah. she had better starts, kind of like similar to Shelly Ann, mm-hmm. I mean, she definitely would have been up there too. And mm-hmm. her time would be way faster. But, hey, Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica. Coming <laughs> in with the sweep. Um. So, Dina Asher-Smith, who I predicted would win bronze, actually had an injury. So, she definitely wasn't in that final. Um, what do you think? Let's say if Dina Asher-Smith was 2019 Dina Asher-Smith, who won the silver medal next to Shelly Ann, was in that final. How do you think she would have done? What time did she run in 2019? Um, I think it was like a 10-8. Let me see. Let me pull it up real quick. And Shariko ran a 10 10- Roughly the same time? Yeah, hold on. Let me see here. 
results. Give me a quick second. I think it was like a 10-8 something that she ran. Uh, yeah, she ran at 10.83 in 2019. And what did Shrika run? Shrika ran at 10.76. Nah. It would have been close. It definitely would have been close. I think Shrika still would have got her. I yeah. feel like she would have edged her out on the line, if anything. But I think I think it still would have been Jamaica Sweet regardless. Yeah. Now for the elephant in the room, I know everyone's going to be talking. Shakari Richardson. Okay, unfortunately, we already know the situation. Don't really have to get into depth with that. Yeah. But what if trials Shakari Richardson ran in the final, in that same final, in that race? How do you think she would have fared? What do you think there would have been? Honestly, I'm going to be honest. It would have been very close, Makab. It would have been very close. Um, because, you know, despite everything that's happening right now, right, with Shakira, she still is very talented at the end of the day. I'm not going to discredit that. I'm not going to take that away from her. She definitely still has the talent. Um, you know, obviously, she has a lot of maturing to do. But, you know, she's young, right? She has time. But she definitely is a natural talent. So... It would have been very close. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she would have had third in the bag off the bat, but it would have been a close – it would have been a very close race. Um, yeah. She definitely wouldn't have gotten first or second. I think Elaine would have got first regardless. Um, Shelly would have got second regardless. But it would have been very close between her and Shakiri or her and um, Sharika. Yeah. So, it would have definitely been a faster time too. Um, yeah, it would have been faster. You know, she would have pushed the rest of the – uh, well, she would have posted the first three guys. She would have posted the first three women. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's, you know, it's a what if, right? It's a big what if. I'm not just going to say it was set in stone. She would have got third. She would have got bronze. But it would have been a close race. Yeah. So, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, once again, Shakiri's young. I mean, Elaine, Shelly, Ann, you know, God forbid any injuries. You know, next year back in Eugene, 2022. Yeah. That would be a very intense finals. Exciting. Yeah. All right. It's going to be interesting. All right. Let's get to the 200 now. Moving up the distance. Women. It's 200. So, for my predictions, yeah, I had Gabby Thomas from the USA mm -hmm. winning the gold with the Olympic record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shawnee miller Wavo from the Bahamas mm -hmm. in second. And then mm -hmm. Sharika Jackson coming in third. Mm -hmm. Once again, Dina Asher-Smith just finishing off the podium in fourth. Yeah. Now, this was a complete turn of events. Yeah. Race. I mean, let's just look at the time. So we had Elaine Thompson-Hurrah going back-to-back mm -hmm. -back in consecutive Olympics, running a blistering time of 21.53. Mm -hmm. We had the 18-year-old Christine Mboma mm -hmm. with that mad surge down the home stretch, which we'll talk about soon, running a 21.81. And then Gabby Thomas edging out Shelly Ann um, with a 21.87. And once again, Shelly Ann coming in fourth yeah, 21.94. So... Mm -hmm. Top five, top four were sub-22, which is just ridiculous. I mean, if it was any other year, we're looking – all four of those women could have mm -hmm. won the gold. So, 
Yeah. Times sure. are definitely, and that's another thing as well. Right before I didn't mean to cut you off, right before we get into it, um, well, I forgot to say earlier about what I found interesting about the women, not the men. A lot of these times, you know, they're getting faster. They're getting faster, right? Because in comparison um, to the men, like for the hundred, for example, you know, it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute until somebody breaks Bolt's record. Someone's definitely gonna get Bolt's record. Like we're becoming of an age where a lot of young guns are running very fast times, right? At very young ages in um, USATF, Junior Olympics, AAU Junior Olympics, and so forth. So someone's definitely going to run faster than 9.58. But, you know, the top time for the men was, what, 9.8? And the top time for the women was, you know, Elaine was this close to Flo Joe's record. Mm -hmm. And this is only 2021. So... These times were definitely, you know, the women's times were more impressive to me, mm-hmm. especially in the sprints. So that's just something I had to say about that. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And once again, yeah. I mean, Elaine's, I mean, looking at this race, I mean, Elaine's start was impeccable. I mean, the way when she came off that curve, nobody was catching her. I mean, with her yeah. top, mix that with her top end speed, um, not even close. But yeah. Christine and Boma. Mm. Now, check this out. So, rewatching that race, and mm. Boma entering the home stretch yeah. was six, I believe. She was in sixth place, mm. way off from the medals. Mm. She had this major surge mm-hmm. that last hundred. And yeah. do you know what her final hundred that time is? I just saw what? it. What was it? It was a 10.27, which was. The fastest second hundred of a 200 all time. Mm-hmm. And she's only 18. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And remember, she initially was supposed to be in the 400, but mm-hmm. AAF and their foolishness rules um, yeah. took her out because she had a high testosterone level count. Yeah, I mean, that was the surprise of the race. I mean... Entering this field, like, we never mm-hmm. – I would have never guessed that, you know, Emboma was going to medal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, if she could work on those starts, because her start mm-hmm. is just terrible. Yeah. She starts late. Like, she starts – she gets takes off late. Minute. Yeah, it takes her a minute. If she can mix that with her finish, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you right now, she's going to destroy Flojo's record. I mean yeah. – the craziest, that that was just an amazing, you know, that was more impressive. I mean, we knew Lane was going to win. Yeah. You know, but that was probably the most impressive part of that race, you know, running down Gabby. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very interesting to me because, like, you know, she's 18, right? It's so interesting to see, and this is what I was just saying not too long ago. A lot of these young guns have a lot of untapped potential, Mm -hmm. right? You know, obviously they have mechanics that they have to tie up on. Hopefully, you know, they find that right coach for them to -hmm. propel them into, you know, further down their road of excellence. But, you know, a lot of them have untapped potential, so they're just running to be running as of right now, right? I don't think she had any intentions of meddling. I mean, I don't know what her mindset is. Maybe she did but, you know, she probably went to this race and was kind of like, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. If I medal, I medal. If I win, I win. 
if I, you know, finish, at least I ran in the Olympic final with, you know, all these great women, right? All these fast women. I'm only 18. I'm the youngest in the field. You know, it's going to be my time soon, but I'm going to let them have their time. So, you know, with her, I don't know. I hope, God forbid, I hope she doesn't encounter any type of, you know, career-ending injury or whatever it may be to set her back because she ran a 21-8. What a terrible start. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, in Bournemouth, some good stuff, man. These sprints are looking really wow. promising. Both genders in the next, you know, upcoming years. That's the future, right? Oh. When Shelly Ann's, you know, Shelly Ann, I'm not even going to say she's in the lateral part of her square. I don't even think that's fair to say at all. You know, I'll be sounding like I have no sense if I said something like that. But, you know, the future's looking bright for the women's sprints, for sure. So let's look at this list I had again. So once again, um, I had Gabby winning. I mean, I think after that trials race, I was yeah. a little bit on edge. And I was like, Gabby, oh, she's ready to make some noise. But Gabby, yeah. she did perform well. She did get third. Um, one thing yeah. I noticed about Gabby, though, is just, you know, she's got to pick up those legs. I mean, yeah, she's she got that tall frame. I mean, she's got the height. She should have those strides, but her legs is like, I mean, if she picks it up, picks those legs up, and, I mean, she would have been way faster. She would have definitely beat Emboma, but that's kind of helped restricting her. It's just yeah, more not, arms. Yeah, more arms, less legs. So Gabby definitely needs yeah. to work on that. And, you know, she, she was at a 21-6. So, I mean, yeah, the future is bright for her as well. So. I mean, Gabby, you know, once again, right, Gabby's another one. Uh, a lot of potential. Um, definitely has mechanics she has to work on. But she has to utilize her legs, right? She just picks up her legs a little bit. That would have been at least a 21-7-8, maybe. Like, that would have been yeah. that much faster just from her adjusting her her length, like her, her stride. Yeah. Just from her lending her stride. So, yeah. That's that for the, the 200. Yeah. And then Shawnee Miller-Weibo, who came in last with the 24 flat, I think she basically, she saw Lane was way out. She's like, oh, no, I'm not pushing it. I got the four. Yeah, she, um, she held back. Yeah. yeah. And Sharika didn't even make it out of heats. Ran that heat a little comfortable, way too comfortable, and yeah. ended up not qualifying, um, which is very that, important. That, kind of, that was surprising to me. You know, that was surprising to me because Sharika is – how old is she, bro? She's up there in age. She's like, I oh, think she's, she's like 27, 20s. 27. 27. She's 27. Yeah, she's 27. So, you know, her PR up to this, oh, her current PR is 21.82. So, you know, that was surprising to me because Sharika is not a rookie. You know, a lot of these vets, you know, typically what separates the vets from the rookies, right, or the young guns, you know, in heats, whether it's a 15, um, you know, primarily for the higher heats, right? Because you obviously have to reserve more since it's a longer race. But for the 200 and the 100 and the 4, you can kind of get away with it because it's quick. But, um, you know, these vets, they know when to just reserve. Stay reserved, stay calm and collective and just cool it. Cool it until the final. Mm -hmm. But, 
you know, Sharika was just like, you know what? Hey, man, I'm just, I'm just chilling right now. I got this in the bag. So that was a rookie move. You know, that was a rookie move for a vet. Um, I mean, you live and learn. You live and learn, honestly. She's still medal. You got it. She left with an Olympic medal, so I guess that's all that matters. Yeah. But uh, that was just a rookie mistake for a vet. That's all that was. Yeah. All right. Now, let's move up to the 400 meters. All right? Okay. So, these were my predictions. So, I had Shawnee Miller-Weibo mm. coming in first. I had Allison mm. Felix, another ageless wonder, coming in second. And then I had mm -hmm. Stephanie Ann McPherson of Jamaica coming in third with Quinera yeah. Hayes of the U.S. finishing fourth. Now, yeah, I was very close with this one. All right, I had you are, you are. the final result was Shawnee Miller Weibo running a time mm -hmm. of forty-eight point three six. Mm -hmm. Paulino or Mary Lady Paulino from the mm. DR, Dominican Republic, coming in second yeah. with a 49.20. Huge shot mm -hmm. there. And Allison yeah. Felix coming in clutch right at the end, edging McPherson with a 49.46, with McPherson coming in fourth. Fourth. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, this was no shocker. I mean, Shawnee Miller-Webo, yeah. defending Olympic champion. I mean, if mm. you look kind of similar to Gardner, Look at her frame. You know, she's six yeah. one, long strides. I mm. mean, she's got the speed, the strength. I mm -hmm. mean, she's gonna dominate this. This wasn't even close. I think yep. the biggest shock, though. I mean, the biggest was the race for like second and third. So, yeah, yeah. Mary Lady yeah. Paulino. I did not know who this was entering the Olympics. Um, yeah. I mean, she's young. She's a young, young. She's twenty four. She's 24, okay. So she's, she's turning 25 this upcoming month. Okay, so she's approaching her mid-20s. Um, shout out yeah. to her. She ran a very good race. You know, she had an amazing yeah. close. Her closing speed was great. Kind of similar to Zambrano on the men's side. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. She ran a great race. But Felix, now, I mean, Felix is a true veteran. She's been in these moments so many times. I mean, this yeah. is her fifth. That was her fifth Olympics. So she's been mm -hmm. on the highest stage for many years. Yeah. And what I noticed, what Felix did is what every 400 runner should, you know, she's got to watch Felix. On that mm -hmm. whole stretch, all she basically did was maintain her form. She was relaxed, just kept her mm -hmm. arms up, just let her strides take her. And, you know, she edged out McPherson, who was, like, really tightening up at the end, even pulled up a little bit. Um. So, you know, shout out to Felix. I mean, 35, still able mm -hmm. to, to medal, you know, running a sub-50. Yeah. That was incredible. And, you know, that's just the veteran that Felix is. You know, the experience really came in for Felix in that mm -hmm. 400. And I'm glad. Um, I think she ended off the Olympics finishing as the top U.S. athlete of all time in medals. Yeah. With 11. Most decorated. Yeah, yeah most decorated American. And... You know, from her just having a baby. Huh? I don't know. She hasn't announced. I think she should end. She should retire next season because the world is going to be in Oregon, Eugene. Yeah. So I think that that would just be a perfect ending to her career. I think she's got one more year. She can run 
she goes all out, mm-hmm. she's she should be good. Um, and that should be the perfect ending to her Olympic career on home soil. Or, I mean, not yeah. just her athletic career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, what I was going to say, right, I think Felix definitely ran the most impressive race. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, I'm not discrediting um, Shania by any means. You know, she, Shania. like you said, I mean, we, we expected that. We expected that. I mean, she completely like, gave up in the two. So, it's like, she had to leave with something. She had to leave with something. So, it's like, hey, man, got to tie it up. So, I'm not surprised. First, I'm not surprised. Um, I was surprised. Felix, you know, I would say she ran the smartest race, right? Definitely veteran leadership. Definitely took over. She didn't fold under pressure. She knew going into this field that, you know, with age and everything, she didn't know how much she had to get right in the final but due to her experience she knew what it took she knows you know once you get around that the, once you run that first 250 250 to three it's anyone's race then it does really doesn't matter where you're at right except for miller like second and third and whoever was in fourth to probably try to get into third it's anyone's race whoever yeah. has whoever wants it the most is going to medal at that point so yeah. she knew what she had to do Typically, whoever breaks her form first loses. They always exactly. You never break your form, especially down the straightaway. Because, yeah. you know, if somebody reads that off of you, they could read that energy, they read that energy off of you, that's that's raps. Next yeah. race. So, you know, Felix definitely ran the most impressive race, in my opinion. Um, McPherson was so close. Yeah, I mean, she was right but there. I, I was think, rooting you know, for her. I think what it was, she gave up. I do think she she did get. You know, I'm gonna say she did leave it all on the. I don't think she gave up in the sense of saying like, "Hey, I'm fourth. I'll try again later." Right, but I feel like it's not that she didn't want it enough. I just think you know, I don't know, man. She just couldn't push. She couldn't get that extra push. She just needed one more. But she was a little bit afterwards too. I don't know if she had a panic attack or. She kind of nah, was she like, left it. Ex- I think she was just exhausted. She was just she eat exhaustion, probably. But yeah, I think she just, I think she was just out of it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think she was just out of it. Yeah. I feel like she literally gave everything she had. It just wasn't enough, unfortunately. But she ran a fantastic race. Yeah. And how old is how old is McPherson? Let me check it out real quick. McPherson's like 32, I think. 30. She's up there too in age. Okay, so she can. Okay. Yeah, she's 32. She's turning 33 in November. So, I mean, hey, man. She always has a shot. She always has a shot. Yeah. But, like, that was it. It was interesting. You know, the four, <clears throat> I didn't see anything too out of the blue, like something I wasn't expecting. Um, the placing, as you said, was kind of with Paulina. You know, um, second place, she actually, I was a national record as well. Yeah. So, shout out to her for that, man. But I wasn't expecting anything crazy with the four. Um, the yeah, placing slightly main... different, as you said. Let's see. What's up, Chris? Um. So yeah, I mean, this was a no-brainer with the first place finisher. Yeah. So great race, though. And then Quinera Hayes of the U.S. She um, who had predicted fourth, came in seventh, unfortunately, with a fifty point eight eight. Um, yeah. shout out to her too because she had a baby as well. So 
for her to be in that yeah. Olympic final is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, right. man. man. It doesn't matter. So got to <laughs> get it done. Yeah. All right. All right let's let's look the eight. at let's the, the, eight. Let's the, the eight. eight. Yes, the 800. The eight. Yes. So this was my prediction coming in. I had a thing mo. Okay, the 19-year-old phenom coming in first. Mm -hmm. I had Rosemary Almanza of Cuba coming in second. And I had Raven Rogers of the USA coming in third with Natoya Gould of Jamaica finishing in fourth. Mm -hmm. Once again, I was close. I got the two correct. Yeah, you, got, you correct. got first and third. First and third. Except for set silver. So, a thing mo. Um, wins with a time of 155.21, which was an yep. American record at a time, at the time, mm -hmm. which he recently broke. Um, yeah. Keely, yep. I'm not sure if it's Keely or Kelly Hodgins, Hodginson, Hodginson mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. Great Britain, another 19-year-old, ran yeah. 155.88. She had a great finish. And yep. then Raven Rogers, coming in clutch. She was yeah. last. Entering the home stretch, and yeah. kind of moved, surged her way to third, nearly edging yeah. out Gemma Riki of yeah. England for that bronze medal. So yeah. America goes yeah. one three here. So, yeah. I mean, were we shocked here that a thing was not going to um, was going to tear up the field? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, you know, I do think. Because Keely, Keely's also young, right? She's 18? She's or, 19. Yeah. 19. Okay. So, you know, as we talked about, right? Well, you know, while we were watching the race. um, You know, she definitely has potential as well. And what it's going to come to is a thing. A thing is basically like LeBron, right? Le thing is LeBron right now. But LeBron, when he was on the heat, not LeBron now. LeBron was on the heat. He's still in his prime. You know, no one's touching a thing right now, right? And she's only 19. She's only 19. And, you know, just the things she's accomplished, you know, as far as um, her collegiate career. And then now she's became a professional as recently, you know, she's all the way up here. Everybody else is back here. Yeah. But what it's doing is with Keely, for example, these women are going to have to understand that, you know what, I'm not going to keep getting dogged by this gal. Like, this... This cannot happen. If I'm going to gain any respect, I got to, you know, go harder in practice. I got to keep pushing. I got to keep pushing. Because right now, things just chilling right now. She's not even in her bag yet, for real. She's not in her prime by any means. Well, I mean, she's only 19. Yeah, she's only 19. <laughs> only 19. She ran a 155.21. You know, the world record for women is 153.4, I believe. And that was set. It was like that was way back in the 80s. I was like in the '80s, so it's like, hey man, <laughs> this gal's only 19 years old. Just became a professional. Just left um, Texas A&M, and she's already basically running 154, basically. So you know, I feel like as she continues to, she's gonna get it. She's gonna get it. If she doesn't get it, I feel like Keely, she has a lot of potential as well. She's also the same age, and she ran 155. There were only two in the field, the two youngest in the field. And they're at 155 apiece. So, you know, shout out to them. Uh, Rogers, she clutched it. 
she clutched. I'm looking at it right now. She ran a point eight one, and um, the Great Britain she ran a um, point nine. So yeah. she definitely she clutched it. And that's like I said. And after you um, pass the three hundred mark, uh, you know, for the eight, the eight's a little different than the four because you know you got two laps, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that last lap is every man for itself. Yeah. You know, once you cross that finish line, you hear that bell, you got you to gotta just clear it. You can't – there's no holding back. You know, mm-hmm. this is the Olympics. It's not practice. You got to just go for it. Yeah. So, you know, she definitely wanted it more, that being said. But um, the eight, I'm not really surprised. I'm not really yeah. surprised. Um, The Jamaican, I don't know what's going on. I kind I of – I anticipated that she wasn't – I had her fourth. But the thing with yeah. Joel is that she's just, you know, if you look at her stature, she's short. She doesn't have the yeah. same strides as in a thing. Um, yeah. Doesn't have the same closing speed as a Hodginson. Like, she's always going to get yeah. outkicked in that home stretch. I just can't envision her meddling. Like, she does very well. She's very consistent in Diamond Leagues. But when it comes mm-hmm. to these championship-type situations, she just, you know, she just fails to meddle. Um, but shout out yeah, that, you know, we have a Jamaican representative and the middle distance. Hopefully we'll yeah. see more um, middle distance athletes or middle distance runners from Jamaica. But, I mean, yeah. a thing, and another thing is that her confidence is just out of this world. Like, she she came yeah. in saying, oh, the 800's my race. There's no way I'm, I'm winning. And, like, you know, she performed. I mean, even, like, she runs with so much confidence. You can even see the way she runs. Like, she doesn't look yeah. uncomfortable. She's, like, she has this full race on lock. I mean, she mm-hmm. left from gun to finish. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Just looking at her, too. I mean, we've been following a thing since, like, her AU days. And yeah, she hasn't she missed like, a beat. She just yeah. keeps continuously progresses. So, And I think the biggest thing, right? I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean to cut you off. Oh, you're good. But um, the biggest thing with a thing is she's very similar. Has a very similar mentality to Sydney, right? Um, you know, she's running the grace. You know, she gives all the glory to God when she runs and she's really just having fun. You know, like I said, she's nineteen. Um, and she's accomplished. Like, God forbid, if something would happen right now, a thing would be mentioned with the greats. And she's only nineteen. She's yeah. only ran what, three professional meets? Two professional meets? So, you know, I think if she continues to you know, whoever she has right now, whoever her coach is right now, better not disown her. Like, they better stick with her. Not as far as, you know, the monetary benefits aspect of it, but, you know, she, whoever her coach is, you know, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. She's doing her thing because she's different. She's definitely different. But, yeah, that was the eight. The eight was pretty predictable. Um, Similar to the four. I'm not – I wasn't too – you know, I wasn't shocked by any means, but that was a good race. That was a really good race to watch. Of course. And we'll get more into the thing later when we discuss that 4x4. Four four. Um, yeah. Now, the 1500, the second middle yeah. distance event. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I this is probably out of all the predictions, yeah. I got this exact race on point. And you remember that predictions video. I anticipated this whole race. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you how this was the medalist I had. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I had Faith, Faith Kipyegan, Kipyegan mm-hmm. winning from Kenya. Yeah, yep. I had mm-hmm. Norm Muir from Great Britain coming in second. And then mm-hmm. Sabana finishing third with, and then Eleanor Pierre, St. Pierre of the USA finishing fourth. Now, mm-hmm. I got the same, the three medalists in the correct mm-hmm. order. Now, mm-hmm. let's break down this race, okay? For those of you who didn't watch the, the preview of the Olympics, mm-hmm. right? So, what I predicted was Hassan, she was going to, um, this was going to be a fast race. This was, yeah, like, any yeah. race with Hassan is going to be fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, any race underneath, like, 5K is going to be fast with Hassan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Hassan was basically start, she took over, I believe, the second lap. She took the lead with basically Faith Kipiegan and Lormir just right behind her, sticking right behind her. Yeah. Because, you know, she wanted, Hassan wanted to throw them off. She wanted mm-hmm. to push the pace, hoping that it could throw them off and they would fall off the pace. Mm-hmm. But just like in that Monaco meet, all right, that last lap, okay, mm-hmm. what I said was Kip Yegan was going to go right past her mm-hmm. and Muir was going to go right past her mm-hmm. and Hassan was basically had nothing left to give. She was basically going to be, she was going to fight to the finish for that third. Yeah. That exactly happened. I yeah. mean, that was the perfect tactic for Kip Yegan. That's exactly how you run a race, how to run a mid-distance distance mm-hmm. race. You let the runner, you let the lead, the person in the lead pace you. Yeah. Okay? And you just tag right behind them. And when mm-hmm. you approach that last lap, you're on that back stretch approaching the 200, mm-hmm. you go right past them. Okay? Yeah. Um, let that let the person in first do the majority of the work in the race. Yeah. And her and Muir did the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I anticipated it was going to happen. Um, and Hassan, shout out to Hassan, because, you know, as you know, Hassan attempted a triple, the 15, 5K, and 10K, yeah. which she got two golds and one bronze. So she was able to medal in all three. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's with incredible. Heat. With heat. With heats, with all five thousand, both of them had heats. Exactly, and she fell in that heat, the first heat, and yeah. managed to come back and win her heat. So, yeah. Hassan is just on another level in terms of just mileage and, yeah, you know, stamina, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but also shout out to Mir. You know, Mir has been in this position so many times. You know, she runs extremely well in the Diamond Leagues. Very consistent. Mm-hmm. Consistent 350, 1500 runner. But mm-hmm. she just never got over that hump. Like in those championship races, I remember one year, I think it was 2017, she got outkicked by Semenya. Another yeah. year, she got fifth, I think. And then I remember the Olympics, I believe. This is when I first started um, noticing her, recognizing mm-hmm. her. She kind of just gave out way too much energy, spent way too much energy, and then on the last lap, she just kind of faded. Yeah. So yeah. I'm happy for her. Um, yeah. You know, she's an incredible athlete. She seems like she's a great person, too. I mean, she's a doctor. So for her <laughs> to be a doctor and still yeah. compete at this high level, that's incredible. So yeah. shout out to Mir. I'm so glad she got that global medal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth place, the American. Um, mm-hmm. She asked, 
actually finished 10th. Um, mm. I think after that trials run, I think I, little, I hyped her up a little bit too much. I yeah. overhyped her a little bit. Yeah. She looked really good in trials. But, yeah. I mean, but there were some surprises in this race. I mean, the top nine athletes, oh, I mean, the bro, top four. eight athletes were all sub four. That's crazy. The winning time, I, mean, I believe, in 2016, I think Kip Yegon won. Yeah. Um, it was like four or something. I don't know. Did she break three? Let me check really quick. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's just back to what I was saying, right? I was... You know how I was saying earlier how, you know, the women was just... Time-wise, you know, these times have definitely been elevated since 2016, Rio. You know, a lot of these times are... I mean, not just more respectable, but, you know, for what it takes for you to medal, you have to be... You know, you're held on the pedestal. You know what I'm saying? You have to run what you're capable of. Because, you know, a lot of these women are definitely capable of, you know, some of them that ran the fours are capable of running threes. But that would have to be on a great day, right? Mm -hmm. So races like this, this is where the dogs come out, races like this. If you look at these times real quick, um, you know, Kip Yagon, 353, fantastic time. Mir, 354, you know, Hassan, 355. Um, the Ethiopian, 357. The Canadian Gabriella three fifty eight, Paul three fifty nine. So you see what I'm saying? It's like a line, yep. like a line. So you know these races, it's you know for you to medal these type of races that with a quick, like you said, anything under five, it's going to be quick. If Hassan's healthy, it's going to be quick. So it just brings out the dog. You know whoever whoever shows up when it matters is going to show up. That's why I look at it. So yeah. And to go back to you on that point, the winning time in 2016 at Kip won was a 408.92. So, looking back yeah. at this race now, there's She's only one athlete in that race who ran slower than a 408.92. She ran, what is that? What is that? 15? About 15 seconds faster? Let's see. Let me do the math. Yeah, 15 seconds Five, 15, a little bit over, yeah. little bit over 15. So, you know, back to real quick, uh, for my two cents in. You know, like you said before, as far as Kip Yegon and Mir running a very tactical race, because in my opinion, that's what that was. Um, Hassan thought it was sweet. Hassan thought she was going to come in here and just, you know, hit a Goku or something. Like, she thought it was sweet. Um... Like you said, it's a lot. She has a lot of mileage built up, and this was her last race, right? 15? No, the 10 no, no, this was her second. was her, her second. final race. Yeah, it's her second. So, um, you know, it, it's not – it's difficult. It's really difficult for you to run multiple heats of a 15, um, with two heats for the five, right? Two heats for the five? Yeah. And then, you know, obviously one final for the 10. That's a lot. That's a lot. And for you to run it, you know, you would have to run the heats. Like I said, as a vet, you would know that I can't go all out. That's not smart because that's going to come back and bite me in the final. So that's a lot. She has a lot of lactic acid. I know she was feeling it. I know she was feeling it. And then you got to put into thought that, you know, this is a song we're talking about. So this is a daredevil. The song couldn't care less about tactic running. She wants... That's the one thing about Hassan I respect, right? She, if she sees that the goal is definitely achievable, 
she's going for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, races like this where you have Kip Yegon, you know, shout out to Kip Yegon as well. Um, you know, Kip Yegon was pregnant about a year yep. ago. Four months, um, she took a whole year off of running. Yep. You know, obviously, you know, she had to go through the baby changes and she came back, got a gold medal. Like it was nothing. Like she wasn't exactly. pregnant a year ago. So shout out to Kip Yegon and all the moms out there, but it's hard. It's hard. I respect Hassan for even meddling. Like that's that's very respectable and that just establishes why she who you know, type of calibers that she is. But Mir Mary did her thing as well, man. Mare was uh just camping out, waiting to kill. Yeah. That's what she did. So <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a very tactical race um, for Kip Yegon and Mir. And then, as you said, Hassan was just fighting for a medal at that point. Yeah. So, Yeah, great racing tactics. And I'm so happy, like, we're yeah. seeing these blistering times because, like I said before, a 408 would have won 2016. Anybody could have went – when those races are slow and tactical, it's just – I hate it because it's like any – it's basically who has the best kick is going to win that race. Yeah, when it's fast practice. like this, you see the true, who, the true mid, uh, the true mid distance runners. Who's the top mid distance athlete in the world? When you see these right. type of races, yeah, no foolishness races where people are just out kicking people and getting just randomly getting on the podium. So, yeah. um, super glad, and I hope these races when you have the sun just continues. Mm-hmm. More three fifties. I mean, getting closer and closer to that. 349, that inevitable, inevitable 349. So, shout out to Kipiegon. I was going to say real quick, I was going to say real quick, um, as you were saying with the like the slow races, whoever has the fastest kick, that's practically, you know, that's practice. That's practice. In practice, you know, obviously you're supposed to practice how you, you know, you're going to execute in the race, right? Practice is supposed to feel harder than races, you know, because in races, you also have to incorporate the adrenaline that, you know, is obviously mm-hmm. going through your body. But, um, you know, not to go off topic, but that's kind of how the 800 was for the men. You know, it was a tactical race, a very tactical race. The choke. And, you know, this is the Olympics. We don't want to see tactical races. Unless it's something like the, you know, unless it's something like the 15 with the women, right? Mm-hmm. It's different if it's a fast tactical race, right? Where... You know, you got a daredevil or a few daredevils in the race, and they die out. And whoever is running the smartest race is obviously going to prevail. But in the eight, not like I said, not to go off too top, um, too off topic, but the men, it's like, bro, what? <laughs> what is going on here? That like, was that a was joke. Worse than the fifteen. I thought nothing could touch the fifteen hundred four years ago, but the men with Centuits. I thought nothing could be worse than that. You have high schoolers running what Centuits ran in the Olympics for a gold medal. That's very valuable. Not a lot of people have gold medals, Olympic gold medals for that fact. You can get fake ones off of eBay, but not anyone has, like, the authentic gold medal. That 800 was sad. That's, that was sad, bro. Mm-hmm. So, you know, back to, you know, get back on topic um, with the 15. You know, is it different if it's a fast tactical race? then, you know, obviously those are tolerable and whoever's the smartest runner is going to prevail. But if it's a slow tactical race, nobody wants to see that. 
especially in the Olympics. Nobody wants to see that. So <laughs> that's my two cents about that. Yeah. All right. So let's move down the distance a little bit. We're going to go to the 100-meter hurdles. All right. So these are my pre-race predictions. I had Kenny Harrison from the USA mm -hmm. coming in first, winning the mm -hmm. gold medal. Mm -hmm. I had Yasmin Camacho Quinn of Puerto Rico coming in second. Mm -hmm. And then I had Cindy Sember of Great Britain coming in third with Christina Clemens of the USA coming in fourth. Yeah. Now, I got the two medalists correct, the first and second. I just got them in order or yeah. the wrong order. So mm -hmm. Jasmine Camacho Quinn wins with a time of fast time of 12.37. Mm -hmm. Kenny Harrison finally um, being more consistent in these hurdles. Um, came in second with a 12.52. And then yeah. Megan Tapper of Jamaica, another Jamaican medalist, coming in third with a 12.55. Mm -hmm. So, now, entering this race, um, I did not see a lot of Jasmine Camacho Quinn. Um, mm -hmm. I know she ran like a 12.36 um, earlier in the season. Yeah. But... She hasn't competed. I haven't seen her in a diamond league or a really professional meet with a lot of competition. Yeah. So I was unaware of what her fitness was. Mm. Um, but after seeing her in the rounds, I mean, yeah. gosh, this girl is just like a rocket over those hurdles. Yeah. And she even set an Olympic record. I think she ran like a 12.26 in the semis. Olympic record and national record. I mean, Oh, my gosh. She was just flying. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Like, Kenny Harrison, she's um, – I'm glad that she's – like I said, I'm glad she's more consistent and she's meddling because there's been so many years where she's just kind of underperformed. Um, but I, I don't know. I think that's, that's the is, She has a world record. I mean, yeah, she's that's the world, world record, record holder. Her, she did world not record have a medal. Advice. So it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, she, she came out of nowhere. Yeah. But yeah. You, are we looking at Jasmine Camacho Quinn as a future world record holder? I mean, what's the world record? 12.20. I mean, she's right there. I know that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time, especially sprints. A lot of time. But it's achievable. It's definitely achievable. You know, she's 25. Um... Just turned 25. Just turned 25 last month. Um, you know, she, I think up to this point, okay, so up to this, up to the Olympics, her PR was a 12 4. It's a 12 4. Um, yeah, I think it was a 12 4 up to the Olympics. I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Yeah. Oh, not sure, not sure, but no, no, no. It was a 12 3 8. 12 3 8. Okay. Yeah, she ran in Italy. Ran in Italy. So, you know, I, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Um, it says here in the Olympics, last Olympics, 2016, she had 12-7 12, in heats, and she got fifth. Or, yeah, she didn't qualify. She didn't qualify for the final, but what it got her fifth in the final, oh. the 12-7-0. So she ran 12-7 four years ago. Now she's running a 12-2. Yeah. And she's only 25. Just 2025. So... A lot of potential. A lot of potential. Um, as you were saying with Queen Harrison, you know, I'm glad that she finally... You mean Kenny, Kenny Harrison. Oh, yeah, Kenny, yeah. Not Queen. 
Yeah. Kenny. I'm so as you were saying, you know, I'm glad she finally medaled. She got over that hump, that mental hump. You know, I know it's not that's not something to deal with, right? That mental block. Um, but not there. She's almost there. She's almost there. Almost there. And then for Tapper, um, you know, that was impressive. That was impressive. She edged out the Nigerian for third. Yeah, almost. That was a good race on her part. And she's um she's twenty seven, I believe. She's twenty seven. Oh, she's twenty seven. Yeah, she's twenty seven. I thought she was younger. Yeah, she's in her late twenties. And I believe oh, this wow. is her first Olympic medal, so late bloomer. Yeah, late bloomer for sure. So um, this was a good race. You know, this was a very you know, we thought Harrison had it. Obviously we thought she would have been, you know, the gold medalist, but like I said, with the women, it was just one of those – the women, it was just so many – you know, there's so many loopholes, right? We expected for some of these runners to obviously get gold, get silver. We expected some some of them to be medalists, automatic medalists, based off of performances we've seen in times, we've, um, you know, uh, seen in the past. But, you know, races like this, you got to like watching races like this, right? Yeah. Like you said, Jasmine came out of nowhere. I don't I didn't even know who this was prior to this race happening. Yeah. So she dethroned Harrison. So, you know, you gotta give respect where it's given, man. You gotta give respect where it's due. So th- it was a it was an interesting race to me. For sure. An interesting fact too, I believe Jasmine Camacho Quinn is American, to be honest. But her mom, I think I think it was her mom is from Puerto Rico. So yeah, yeah. she's she's American. She's for born the here. US. Yeah. Um she could have. Um, but I'm really glad she's representing her country because, I mean... I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I give her props. I give her props. You know, you know, our country, we have a lot of talented athletes. A lot of talented athletes. So it kind of restricts... I don't. You don't really get the same attention as you would if you ran for your home country. And then, you know, you yeah. just got to... I would do the same thing. You know, I would do the same thing. So you got to... I mean, I respect that. I respect that. And, um, you know, her time was also the fourth fastest time in history. So, yeah. Late bloomer for sure. Hopefully she continues to progress and, you know, pushes. All right. Now. What were you going to say? No, I said I liked it. You know, hopefully she continues to push Harrison. And we'll see another world record to come. So. All right. That's all on that. Now, let's get into the another one of the probably most anticipated races, the 100-meter hurdles. Now, this is the only event, I believe, yeah, mm-hmm. only event where I got the top four correct. Yeah. I got the top four. So let me read my list. Mm-hmm. So, 400-hurdles. Mm-hmm. Off the bat, world record. Mm-hmm. Um, I predicted Sydney was going to win. Mohammed mm-hmm. was going to be second. Mm-hmm. MK Bull of the Netherlands was third. And then mm-hmm. Denise Russell of Jamaica coming in fourth. Yeah. And the same result happened. Mm-hmm. Um, now, once again, just like the men's 400 hurdles, like yeah. this event has had a dramatic 
change over since the prior Olympics. Then mm. went through a huge, you know, surgence of just incredible athletes. I mean, any one of these times. So let me go over the the medalists. So Sydney won with a world record time of fifty one point four six. Muhammad won with a. I mean, she came in second with mm. a time of fifty one point five eight. And then Bull came in third with a time of 53 or 52.03. Now, they ran, Muhammad and Sydney ran a sub-52. Jumping over hurdles, hurdling. Yep. So, I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, some professional 400 runners can't even run that time. He can run up open four in like one. So, for them to do it over hurdles Mm -hmm. was incredible. Yeah. But, I mean, this was kind of anticipated. Like, every time they burst, it's always a world record. So, this is how the race went down, uh, because I just watched it. So, Muhammad was very aggressive from the gun, kind of replicating, like, Warholm, kind of. Yeah. Um, Basically led the entire race Mm -hmm. up to that final hurdle. But after that final hurdle, Sydney just turned on the Jets. And blew right past her. Like her foot, her flat speed came out. This came out, and she just went right past Muhammad to run that world record. Mm. And I, I got to give a shout out to Muhammad because if it wasn't for Muhammad, Sydney most likely. I mean, Muhammad's the reason why Sydney broke the world record. Yeah, I mean, she wouldn't have entering trial entering the Olympics. She did break the record. Yeah. She so her own record. Exactly, because Muhammad basically set the tone because she saw Sydney saw Muhammad, yeah. and she knew that she couldn't let Muhammad get too far away from her. Of course, because if she did, Muhammad still would have most likely would have won. Yeah. So only push Sydney, and um, Bowl once again too. Bowl another twenty-one. So Sydney's twenty-one, 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bowl the European who's clearly the top hurdler out of the U.S. Um, he's also 21, so mm-hmm. she ran a great race, too. She was actually neck and neck with Sydney on the home stretch, but Bull, yeah. fortunately, doesn't have the same foot speed as Sydney, um, so she came in third. Almost broke a 52 as well, but, I mean, mm. if it was any other year, yeah, I mean, either one of these ladies would have um, won. That's just crazy how, you know, yeah. They're in an era where you're running 52 O's and you can't even win. I mean, like I said, like I said, McCall, like these times, you know, a lot of these times, this just shows you how much the sport is evolving. Um, Like you just said, you know, that time would have made you or would have got you the gold medal with flying colors. So it just shows you that you have to, in practice, right? If you're one of the top caliber athletes in your event, in practice, you have to keep in your conscience, top of your head, front of your head, not in the back, top of your head that, you know, hey, man, I might be one of the fastest in the world, but this is what I got to do to medal, right? Because a lot of athletes, they hold back. They hurt, They hold back purposely. You know, maybe that's even what Jasmine was doing. You know, some of these athletes, they hold back until they get to moments like these where they got to really showcase who they are. Yep. And, you know, as we talked about before, 
I would hope everyone's, you know, end goal here is to medal or at least to compete. I would hope everyone's end goal, their motive to be in the Olympics is to compete. You know, obviously, if you're fortunate enough to get here, I would hope your end goal is to compete. So that being said, you know, bowl, she showed up. I guess moments like these, athletes always show up. She's 21. Mohammed's 20 in her mid-20s. I'm not mistaken. I think Muhammad's actually like 30. She's oh, okay, okay. approaching the, you know, the tail end of her prime. Mm -hmm. But, um, let me double check real quick. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's 31. 31. Okay. So, this is a fantastic race. This is probably one of the only races, in my opinion, where, you know, I can't even credit even though Sydney, it's just impeccable that she was able to break her own world record with flying colors and how effortless she looked when she did it. Like, that's just, you can't teach that. You really can't teach that. You can't teach someone to, like, break a world record that effortlessly. Like, that's not, that's God-given talent, right? But this is probably one of the only races where, you know, all these women have just ran a fantastic race. Fantastic race. So... You know, Muhammad, as you said, you know, as we talked about when we saw the race live, I don't think she gave up, you know, similar to McPherson. I think she yeah. left it. She gave it all she had. Yeah, she basically she gave it all she did. had. There's so much you can do. There's so much you can do. She ran a great race that was very wise for her to take it out from the gun. Not only did that push the pace of the race and made the world record possible, but she also put herself in a position to get the gold medal. So that's what you got to do if you want to get a gold medal in this situation. Yeah. If she ran the race any other way, she would have lost. So, exactly. you know, this was a great race from them three. And, you know, as you said, um, you know, for fourth and fifth, Russell out of Jamaica, she 53.08. And then the um, Ukrainian, uh, fifty about 53.5, or a little bit under that. So... This was definitely one of those races, as I said, that a lot of, you know, top three women ran fantastic. Yeah. I don't think there were any flaws in their racing patterns, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. So good race. And shout out to Muhammad, too. You know, she had yeah. COVID at the beginning of the year. Yeah, she the had later COVID. season. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, last question. I mean, say if Muhammad was 100% the entire mm -hmm. season, are we looking, couldn't she beat Sydney? Or, I mean... Or this is kind of the turning, passing of the torch. I mean, it's another, it's another what if, right? I'm not going to discredit Muhammad. She's a fantastic runner. She held the world record prior to Sydney breaking in it in the trials, right? So I'm not going to just sit back here and be like, yeah, yeah, there's no way she would have beat her. Um, I do think it's the passing of the torch, um, as you said, as you mentioned. You know, Sydney, like I said, very similar to the thing. Um, running with grace. Runs with a smile, runs effortlessly. I think that's emphasized effortlessly. So, you know, she's very young. She's turned 21. So, you know, I do think it's a passing of the torch, but I don't think Muhammad's done by any means yet. I think she still has a lot to give. I think we're going to see a couple more very intriguing races. Hopefully, there'll be two more world record attempts. But it's going to be very interesting. And then we can't take out Bull. You know, this. I've never heard of her. I don't know if you heard of her. I didn't hear about yeah, her. Yeah, I've seen her in Diamond League races. You know, I didn't know she was capable of a 
basically 51. So we can't even discredit her. She's still same age as Sydney. So who knows? You really don't know. It's, a, it's another what if, another what if situation. So that's all, right. all I say about that. Perfect. And shout out to Anna Cockrell. Fortunately, she got DQ'd. I'm still trying to figure out why. Mm. Probably she was out of her lane or maybe clipped something. Somebody yeah. else. But um, I need to see a lane violation. Um, yeah. But long, you know, long collegiate season. Mm. Um, you know, she was at trials in the mm -hmm. one and the four. And then for her to advance all the way to this Olympic final, that's just incredible. So shout out yeah. to her. I believe she did turn pro, so. Looking for mm -hmm. great things for in the future. Yeah. Now, let's move up the distance. Now we're going to enter the distance events. Mm -hmm. The 3,000 steeplechase. All right. Now, this is what I had. And um, these are my predictions. So I had Hyvin Kiang of Kenya mm -hmm. winning. I had Emma Coburn from the USA coming in second. I had Beatrice Kepchoek, the reigning world champion, in third. And I had Nikitis Abebe, Abebe coming in fourth. So I did get my fourth place. I did get two medalists. Well, I got the fourth place correct and one of the medalists. But yeah. these were the results. So I had... Peruth Chemutai won mm -hmm. with a time of 901.45. The American record holder, Courtney Frerichs, coming yeah. in second. And we're going to get to her in a second. Running a mm -hmm. 904.79. And then mm -hmm. Kian coming in third, running a 905.39. Now, man, when I watched that race, mm -hmm. Frerichs, that... She just ran extremely. I have to give her a lot of kudos. She ran a brave race. Very good. I mean, race. she proved, Frerichs proved that that silver medal in 2017 was not a fluke. I mean, when she took that lead with like two laps to go, pushing the pace, mm -hmm. you know, forcing everybody to respond and going with her. I mean, mm -hmm. for a second, I was like, oh my gosh, she's about to win. She can yeah. win. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, she <laughs> really cool. felt it on that last lap. I'm yeah. pretty sure that lactic acid was kicking in, as you saw Chamutai mm. passing her on the home on the back stretch, and mm. she barely hold on, held on for second. But yeah. you know, kudos to her. Um, you know, the steeple chase. This is an event where you know, usually on the men's side, the East Africans dominate, but mm. um. And the East Africans still dominate here in the women, but usually have yeah. <laughs> some, you know, usually have like an American or someone from another country um, yeah. meddling. Because by the end the of thing, the mix, yeah. Yeah. Very, you have to be very efficient in the steeplechase because, you know, you're hurdling, the water jumps, mm. you know, those are very crucial in the race. If you have a bad water jump, you fall, that's basically the end of the, the race for you. Yeah. And, um, unfortunately, like Chepkowicz, who I predicted coming in third, um, she has not really looked good all season. Mm -hmm. um, she did not win any type of Diamond League races. Mm -hmm. um, she had a couple of third-place finishes. So she was not in that 29-19 shape. Mm -hmm. um, and Coburn, this was a huge, 
Shocker. Yeah. She, she got DQ'd. Yeah, but she got DQ'd. Um, I don't know what the issue was. I think she may have. Yeah, I don't know how she got DQ'd. I have to look into that. But Col Colburn has been extremely consistent in these championships with meddling. Um, and it was a very su surprise. Um, now, do you think that Monaco race, that Diamond League race where she fell um, on the last lap in position to win the race mentally affected her in the Olympics? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, you know, it's hard, right? When you clip um, a steeple from past experience, right? Clipping a steeple, it's going to throw you off. It's going to throw you off, and it's going to throw off your momentum, and you're not going to address the rest of the race the same. So I do think it did mentally affect her, unfortunately. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I think it did. Because she was looking it's really not good it's in not the easy. rounds. And try was looking extremely well in the rounds. Extremely well in the rounds. I was completely shocked because Colburn is a really good championship runner. So for her to not medal was, you know, mm. a shocker. But I feel like that surge that Furrick made really threw threw a lot of the athletes off their their game because That's what I was about to say, right? You know, it's similar to you know, once again, not to go too off topic, but it's similar to Jewett, right? And the NCAA um, championships, right? The eight. Jewett, or I'm, I'm tripping. Okay, the Olympic trials. The Olympic trials. Jewett completely threw off the rest of the field, right? Even threw off Donovan Brazier. Mm -hmm. And that's why Brazier's not here, or wasn't yep. even mentioned in the Olympic team qualify. So, you know. I don't think you got to realize. Obviously, you have to be physically fit, physically fit enough to compete at a high level. It's a physical game, but it's also a mental game. It's also a very it's a high strain on your mental, right? So a lot of people, certain people can address it. Certain people can maneuver their way around and still get the job done. Some others, others it takes a little minute. Harrison's a great example of that. Others it takes a minute for them to adjust. So. I think that is what happened here. I think Farrick just that surge that she had. Because if we were shocked, imagine the actual runners. They were like, yo, yeah. what? And, like, remember, these, some of these runners don't even – they probably only see each other at the line. Like, after the line, they just go their separate ways. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they talk. They, you know, get coffee and talk. They're not friends. They don't <laughs> DM each other. So it's like they don't know what their racing tragedies are unless you're from the same country. Or you train together as your training partner, you're not going to know what your tactics are. Yeah. So they were like, yo, what? <laughs> is she like, is she on something? So, you know, if you're capable of running that type of race, like Ferrix, I don't know if she's going to be able to do this again because obviously now they're going to anticipate yeah, this out of there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're going to anticipate her to run a similar race how she did the Olympics. So I don't know if that tactic's going to be as efficient anymore. But she got the medal while she could. That was extremely wise. Yeah. That was extremely wise for her to do that. And, um, you know, as you said, I think that threw off Colburn. You know, I think that also threw off Colburn because, you know, they're training partners. And she was probably like, all right, um, that was supposed to be me. You know, so it is what it is, man. And there's another American in here, Valerie. She got 12th. She got yeah. 12th.
That was a good race. That was a good race. So what do you think, Kyra? What do you think about this? And I saw this from another podcast, like um, Flow Track. Shout out to Flow Track Podcast. Um, do you think now, now that Ferrix, you know, and she did lower her American record. She did run a sub nine in a, the Prefontaine Classic. Um, do you think now Ferrix could, is the top American steeplechaser? Um, or do you still have Coburn in that um, position? What's Emma's PR? Well, I think her PR is like 902. She hasn't ran a sub nine, but she's won the most head to heads against Ferrix. Ferrix has only beaten her twice. I mean, let me see. Let me double check. Yeah, it's 902. She ran in Doha. Um, I don't think that's fair to say, especially if she won a majority of the matchups, right? I don't think it's fair to take that away from her. But, you know, maybe it's happening. I think that's a better way to address the situation. Maybe it's happening. They're transitioning uh, power. Maybe, you know, Ferrix, it's time for Ferrix to step up. And Colburn is just residing to, you know, beneath her. But I wouldn't take that away from Colburn. You know, she's accomplished a lot. You know, she's been an outlier. As you said, you know, these Africans, man, like, this is this is their cup of tea. These East Africans, this is their cup of tea. So for Colburn to come in here, you know, for the amount of years she's been doing it and to be able to compete with the East Africans in their event, you know, I don't, I wouldn't take that away from her. So I guess my answer to that would be no, but it could be happening as far as like transfer of power. Maybe Ferrix is her time to shine. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of like my answer to that. I don't think that, I, I would say no, but it could be happening. So who knows? We'll see. Because we'll this was also one race. So if we see it again and again, then yeah, definitely. If we keep seeing it, it's, you know, it becomes a cycle. And yeah, but I'm not saying this was a fluke, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. And by the way, Kepchowicz did finish seventh. So she's just really out of shape this season. So yeah. hopefully she can bounce back because she's a very, I mean, she's a world record holder. Yeah. Uh, in her prime, she was a really, you know, she basically time trials when she runs. So hopefully yeah. she can bounce back. Um. Yeah. Let's get to now the 5K, 5,000. Mm. So these were my predictions. I had Hassan. This was her first race um, okay. winning. I had Goodsoft to, to Gay. To gay. I don't know how to pronounce that correctly. Shigay of Ethiopia coming in second. And then I had Helen O'Beary, the reigning world champion, in third with Senbre to Ferry. Coming in fourth. Fourth, yeah. Now, this was Hassan. Remember, Hassan attempted a triple. This was her first race. So, I actually got these. I got the medalist, but I got second and third. Um, yeah, it was mixed, mismatch. Mixed. Mm -hmm. So, I had Hassan. Hassan won with a 1436.79. Mm -hmm. Obiri ran a 1438.36. And mm -hmm. then... Sagay ran a time of 1438.87. Now, close watching this race, mm. this is the thing with Hassan. Hassan is probably is similar to Mo Farah, a mm. tactical. She is a tactical runner. She knows how to adapt 
to different racing patterns. Mm. She runs fast races. She knows how to run tactical races. Mm. It's very rare that you see any type of distance runner, mid-distance mid distance runner, run two different types of races. Mm-hmm. And that's why both. Mm-hmm. Watching this race, just like similar to the 1500, what Kip Egon did to Hassan, she did the same thing in the 5K. She basically let all the East Africans pace her. Um, basically, entire race. She was basically in the middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Okay, she never let them get away from them. Uh, get them away from her. She yeah. always stayed in that middle pack. Stay and then close. as the race wound down, the final three two laps, that's when Hassan started moving up. And then on that final lap, uh, she passed Obiri on the two hundred, I believe, or closer. Mm-hmm. Maybe like 250. And, you know, with that 1500 speed, she kind of just kicked yeah, right in. Yeah, cleared it. Well, Beery this had this is her first event. Win. This is her first event as well. So, yeah, she know, was fresh. She only ran her second heat. So she was so fresh. So there's really no point of her holding back. It's not like she could have held back. It's her first event. So, so yeah, Hassan, she's just incredible. I mean, to adapt, you know, that. That's exactly how you run in a championship race. Usually, normally in championship races, you don't see world records or extremely blistering times. Because you're just doing enough to race. Because just due to weather conditions, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't want to push it too much for you to get heat exhaustion or, you know, an injury. So these races are very tactical. Um, Yeah, these athletes typically... um to cut you off, but these athletes typically run what they need to run to medal. Exactly. Put them in contention for a medal. So, usually races, the races where, you know, obviously the world records would be in the, uh, or not the Olympic record, the world records, the uh, nation's record would be in the diamond league meets. Yeah. Because they have pacemakers and then sometimes they're registered for like to run like world record pace and stuff like that. So, Set up, set up for them to succeed. So, yep. But um, real quick, uh, my two cents about this race. Um, yeah, this was definitely a tactical race, right? You know, your standardized five k. Um, times were close. Times were relatively close. Even um, Kenya, fourth place. She was about a little bit less than a second off from um, Gudolf. So. This was definitely a tactical race. You know, as we just said, they were just doing what it took to medal. Yeah. Um, you know, they were putting themselves within, you know, 12 laps, 12 laps. Within 12 laps, they were positioning themselves in which by this eight, with 800 left, mm-hmm. they would be at least in the top five and be prepared to kick the last three. Really should be the last 300. It really should be, you know, if you're really like that, the last lap, the entire lap. But, you know, to stay, to be smart, you know, the probably the wise decision would be from the 300 mark. So, you know, I was, I was interested by it. I was interested by it for sure. So, that's my two cents about the the five. Exactly. All right. Now let's move up to the 10k now. The further race. The last distance race. Yes, the last distance race. And by the way, too, Teferi finished 
and six. So I was two places off with her. So let's go to the women's 10K now. Mm -hmm. Final event before the relays. Mm -hmm. Final individual event. So what I predicted, um, this was the Sans final race, and this was on the final day of track. Yeah. Um, I had Leten Sabet Gede mm -hmm. from Ethiopia winning the gold. She's the world record holder. Okay. Son was going to come in second. Mm-hmm. And then, oh my gosh, these names, these Tisige Gebra Salama, Salama mm -hmm. coming in third. And then I had Tisha Gemechu in fourth place. Now, this was the actual results. Okay. So Hassan came in first. Mm -hmm. So she left these Olympics with two gold medals, winning mm -hmm. for the winning time of 29. A twenty nine fifty five point three two. Mm -hmm. Hal Kiden Geza surprise mm -hmm. silver medalist from Bahrain, running a time of twenty nine fifty six point one eight, and then mm -hmm. today running a thirty oh one point seven two. Now, looking back at this race, okay, I watched this entire race, similar to the five k. You know, everybody starts in a stagger. I mean, it's very close. Everyone's running together. Yeah, everyone's running. And, you know, it's grouped up. Yeah. And as the laps progress, as the kilometers progress, they slowly mm. start to pull away. And yeah. I think it was Obiri was still in there, um, who actually, she came in fourth, 30, 24-27. And Nian mm. Saba was in there as well. And then they fell off the piece. So it was basically today... Hassan, and then Palkidon. Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. it was probably like the last mile or maybe three laps. It was basically, they were going to be the three medalists, but mm -hmm. we didn't know who was going to come in first. Well, I, yeah, the, I, the I knew when you see Hassan, when it's in like that, I mean, Hassan has the best kick out of all three of them. So yeah. she basically surged right past. She's kind of trolling G'day a little bit. And um, yeah. she on that home stretch, she yeah. went right past her. Yeah. He actually kind of bumped into her a little bit too. But um, yeah. the reason why I put G'day in here um, mm. was I kind of doubted Hassan. I thought Hassan was going to be a little fatigued. Um, she was feeling the effects of that 15 and 5K. So I didn't sure. think that she was going to be that effective. Um, she still was going to medal. But I think G'day, that was her only race. And she's a world record holder. Um, mm. I seriously doubt that she was going to go out in a world record type race um what's today's um what is the world record in 10,000 so it was 2902 I think she ran let me see 2902. yeah 2901 she ran oh, one okay and Hassan actually had that world record for two days and then she just broke it so um yeah. definitely <laughs> Hassan is capable I mean as a former world record holder I mean yeah. I, I thought that she was gonna run a little bit faster but you know, in my opinion, um, she did all that she could. I mean, Hassan is just invincible. Um, Wait, you know. not to cut you off. When did G'day, she ran that at her trials? Um, She ran that earlier this season, I believe. I think it was on the same track, too. She ran it in June. June. I think it was the same track that Hassan ran as well. I mean, that oh, she sure. ran that time. So, um, okay. And G'day is also the 5K record holder. 
But the thing with Kaday, and I've been saying this about her because I've seen her run for the past few years now. Mm. She has, she has the endurance, she has the stamina. Mm. She has no foot speed. She's like, no legit, no foot speed. When you're talking yeah. about <laughs> one of the top, you know, all-time distance runners. Yeah. We got the Kale. We have, um, you know, Mofera. I mean, we can even take it back to um, Gerber Solaski. You know, they all had some type of foot speed. And even now, check the guy. Gidei just has no, it's all just endurance and stamina. And yep. when you have a race with kickers like Hassan, um, and even shout out to Kyle Kidon. Um, she ran a really good race as well. Um, finishing one second behind Hassan. You know, yeah. she really needs to work on her foot speed. That That's just basically what it boils down to. I mean, if she had foot I mean, speed, she definitely could beat Hassan. Yeah. Um, the way I look at it, um, real quick, you know, this goes back to the uh, earlier races as well. You know, the the lesser um less events right so 5000 or it would be 10000 so these races I, I i do understand that foot speed isn't a necessity to prevail like you don't i wouldn't say it's a requirement to win but it definitely makes things a lot easier and that's kind of like your backbone in a way right so with good day for example for somebody who obviously that's not their cup of tea that's not their strength she would have to take this race out, right? The number one thing that strength, um, like strength slash endurance runners can do these type of situations is yeah. you're in a race where you're obviously not one of the top kickers, you got to take it out. You got to burn out the leaders. You got to burn out the people who got the gas, right? So that being said, she would have to take this out for the gun. If she didn't take this out from the gun, there was no way she was going to there was really no way she was going to win. You see what I'm saying? Um, like that that could not have happened. But for her to still medal, you know, she ran 30-01. I wouldn't say it was the closest race. I mean. Another thing, yeah, too. It wasn't the closest race, but, I mean, she still. I mean, she beat um, the Kenyan by, what, 23 seconds? Yeah. So. I mean, <laughs> the thing is. You still want to be a smart. You can push the pace, but at the same time, you want to yeah. be smart. You don't want to yeah, go. Of course, you have to. Yeah. in Japan were really it was humid, so yeah, it was very. Yeah, you don't want to burn and cramp up, um, mm-hmm. in those races. You want to run a smart race, and I feel like they did run a good race. It's like she tried, she positioned herself. Yeah, to take Hassan off. Like she was trying her best. Hassan is just that elite, just that. You know, top tier of a distance mm. runner. You know, just to, you can't can't take her off. She's gonna be right behind you. If she's right behind you, you know, you're gonna have to just try your best to hold on because you know, with her foot speed, the son right now is clearly hands down the best distance runner in track and field. Yeah, best. She's the best. And then the range. It's the range she has. Like, her she range. Has. She's probably in my opinion. One of the most versatile track and field athletes, or specifically track athletes in history, yeah. all time. Yeah, I, I mean, I for her to attempt a 15, 5K, and 10K double, that's wicked. I mean, you will see Triple the 5K, 10K, 
you'll see a 15 5k but mm -hmm. for her to kind of compete in all three you know yeah. that just shows how elite and just how dominant of a runner she is how much, yeah how much range so, she has is a distance but yeah i mean as you said hassan is in a field of her own um you know there's really no at this point in her career i think she's almost entering her 30s i think you you paused but uh, there you go there you go now. Oh, okay. Uh, I was saying she was um, you know, she's like twenty seven, twenty eight in that range, but um, you know, it's yeah. I, there's really nothing you can do. Like it's it's really just as simple. She's in a field of herself, so the best way to uh, you know, I guess cower or tower over someone like that, you gotta run their legs out. You gotta do your best to let run their legs out. You gotta be extremely bold from the gun, and you have to be on like you got to be on point you see what i'm saying if you're not on point there's no way you're not winning you're not winning you're probably not gonna medal because depending on whoever's in fourth and fifth whoever's up with you whoever has the fastest kick is going to seal the deal so that's like the best way to i guess maneuver your way in these type of races but that's all i gotta say about the 10 though yeah. but yeah shout out to the song man because as you said Definitely the one of the most versatile distance runners of all time. For you to triple with heat, you know, that's come on now. You gotta give credit to her. So shout out to the medalists. Um, you know, that like I said, wasn't the closest race, to be honest. Like other than first and second, you know, good day. Uh what's that? What are we looking at? Five seconds? Over five seconds for third. Six. And then you know, fourth place. Yeah, about six, and then third place, or my fault. Fourth place was about 23, so, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's all I got to say about the 10 now. Mm. Yeah. Shout out, quick shout out to Francine Saba. Um, For those of you who don't know, Francine Saba was one of those athletes. Um, She was an 800 athlete, always coming second to Semenya. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, she had to, um, she got, well, she didn't get banned. She wasn't allowed to run any of the mid-distance races due to her high testosterone level count. So yeah, she right. actually had to move up the distance. And right. she did compete in the 5,000, but she did get DQ'd. I don't know why. Maybe mm -hmm. a lane issue or clip. Um, but she came in fifth in the 10K. And she's someone to actually look out for. Um, mm -hmm. in the next podcast, I'm going to talk about some athletes, you know, track athletes to look out for. She's someone who I really think can challenge the song. I mean, she got fifth place now with a thirty forty one, but I, I think she's coming. Um, but um, shout out to her. You know, it's not easy to kind of not compete in an event that you're favored in, um, mm -hmm. and you have to adjust. But you know, she's able to make it work. All right. Okay. Now, let's get Ballin'? to the relays. Okay. And first up, we got the women's 4 by one relay, all right? Mm -hmm. So these were my predictions. I had Jamaica coming in first with a world record, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. USA coming in second, and then mm -hmm. I had Nigeria coming in third with Germany 
finishing fourth. Mm-hmm. Now, these were the actual results. This was Jamaica won with a time of 41.02. U.S. Mm-hmm. came in second, Noel Shikari, running a 41.45. Mm-hmm. And then G Ray Britton actually came in third with a 41.88. Um, mm-hmm. Now, happy for Jamaica. Um, but at the same time, I'm extremely disappointed. This should have been a world record. This yeah. should have been a world record. Yeah. You have two, you got two 10-6 runners, even a 10-5 mm-hmm. runner. Mm-hmm. One ten seven runner, and you have a ten nine flirting with ten. Um, yeah, yeah, like high ten. On, John. Um, this should have been a world record, and the main issue here was the the exchange. Brianna, so these were the legs in order. Mm-hmm. It was Brianna Williams. Shout out to Brianna Williams. Um, been following her since she was this little, yeah. like nine ten years old. Um. Yeah. Elaine was second, Shellyanne was third, and Sharika was fourth. Now, the exchange from Brianna, what really messed up the time was the exchange from Brianna to Elaine. It was really wide. I think the pressure caught up to Brianna a little bit since that was her first Olympic final. Um, so that lost a lot of time. But these, the legs were so, like, how... This is how I would have It wasn't have fluid. It wasn't fluid. It wasn't this fluid. Is, first of all, this should have been the order. Brianna should have been first. Shariko should have been second. Elaine third, because she runs the turf. She's a 200 yeah. runner. Knows how to yeah. run the turf. Shelly and Anchor. How in the mm-hmm. world? I mean, who was the Jamaican coach who orchestrated that, um, those legs? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just really, I'm happy that they won. Mm-hmm. But this, it should have been a world record. It, sh- it should have been. It's. I mean, it's one of those things, right? Um, you know, like you said, man, Brianna's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. You know, another bright talent, another young, bright talent. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's her time yet, just yet. But she is the future of Jamaica. Uh, she's the future of Jamaica. Mm-hmm. When it's all done for Shelly, when Shelly wraps it up, and Elaine is going to enter the lateral part of her career. And whenever that may be, Brianna is the future of Jamaica as of right now. Mm-hmm. So on her behalf, you know, I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy knowing going into a race, knowing that, you know, if you facilitate exactly how you're supposed to, the world record is unlocked. So that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, especially for somebody who's never been in that moment. Um, So... You know, they were kind of playing with fire a little bit, in my opinion, right? It was really, it was like high risk, high reward type of thing. It's like, yeah, we could have her in here. She is, you know, the next up, as I said, she is the future. You know, if we don't have these three women, it's hers, definitely hers fourth. So we could put her in here, but we got to gamble that, you know, God forbid, they could drop the baton. She could fold, run out her lane, lane violation, so it's like, yeah, there was a lot to play with. They were playing with fire. So I'm not necessarily surprised that it wasn't a world record just because of the inexperience, unfortunately. But, you know, I'm glad that it wasn't 
a situation which, you know, they got disqualified from running out that lane. Because that would have been extremely sad. Yeah, the U.S. was actually even protesting that they were, it was a DQ. Yeah, it would have been extremely sad if they got disqualified. Like, that would have been terrible. Like, as I've said, it is what it is with the world record. I'm not, I'm not surprised, not surprised at all. But, um, you know, it would have been fantastic to see um, but it is what it is, man. At least they ended it disqualified. They still got the gold. Um, you know, Brianna has her first gold medal. Um, isn't Sharika's first gold medal as well? Or was she on the, uh, four by one? Yeah. Yeah, that was her, no, that was her first four by one. So that's her first gold. So that's her first gold as well. So, you know, shout out to them. You know, they're doing their thing. You know, Valley didn't get DQ. That's why I look at it. They didn't get DQ, so it's all good. Yeah. But definitely experience has to be incorporated into this. Um, so it's what it is. But for the U.S., um, okay, now I have a question, right? Uh, shout out to Great Britain. Great Britain, they solidified third, and then Switzerland got fourth. But for the um, U.S., as far as they ran a 41-4 with no Shakiri, do you think it would have made a difference? Do you think they could have challenged Jamaica with everything that happened with Jamaica? I'm I'm excluding if Brianna had a great exchange. If that was a fluid exchange, I'm excluding that. With everything that happened prior um, during the four by one final, do you think with the addition that she carried that the U.S. would have surpassed or at least challenged Jamaica? Brianna didn't make. I'm saying exclude all that. Everything just happened the way it did. With the addition of Shakiri on the U.S., do you think that would have made a difference and they would have challenged Jamaica the 4 by one for the medal? I think possibly entering the last leg. Okay. Because um, most likely Shakiri would have been. Um, I still think Jamaica would have won. That would have been a world record for sure. That was a guaranteed world record. Um, mm-hmm. But I think definitely the with Shakiri. Mm. Shakiri, um when in trials. Yeah. Definitely, it would have been a closer time. Potentially, mm. both teams would have gone sub-40 or sub-41. Yeah, um, sub-41. I think Jamaica just too, with the type of talent they had um, in that field, I, I still have them winning. Okay. Because you can't just have – the thing with the 4 by one you may have the fastest athletes in the world, yeah. but mm. at the same time, it comes down to exchanges. I mean, we saw that. That caused the world record to not happen with Jamaica. So you can have the fastest sprinters in the world, but if you don't get those batons around those zones. Yeah, if it's not fluid, it's not. It's no, not you can see another team. We saw in the men how Italy won. The, yeah. the anger ran down Great Britain. I mean, it, it happens. You just yeah. you got to get those batons around the zones. And, you know, unfortunately, that that's how it works in a 4 by one So yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Shout out to Jamaica once again. Hopefully, I mean, I right now I really think that Shelly Ann, um, I still think Shelly Ann can go for another few years the way her shape is. I really want them to get that world record. They got to bring that world record home to Jamaica. I mean, oh. they could do it in Worlds. They could do it in Worlds. I feel that's the next opportunity. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see if they keep, you know, as I said. Um, Brianna is the next one up. Like, if it's not them three, it's Brianna. She's the next one up. So, it'll be very interesting to see what they do with her. Um, 
I'm pretty sure the coach and I'm pretty sure the other her other athletes or her other teammates have mentioned that. Obviously, they didn't say in the sense it would downplay her, but you know I do think they'll be straight coming down to it. But um, you know we'll see what happens with um them. All right. So that's all I say with a four on one. Now let's get the last event, the women's four by four. Now, oh, by the way, too, with the Nigeria came in. Nigeria wasn't even in the finals. Um, yeah, that's Germany right, came that's in right, fifth. Right. Um, for those of you guys right. who didn't know, um, Blessing Okabari, the top sprinter from yeah. Nigeria, fortunately got mm-hmm. queued um, mm-hmm. for testing positive for banned substance. So, that's right, that's right, that's right. they ruined their yeah. chance. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. I'll be back though. I'll be back. Yeah. Now, let's look at the women's four by four. So here were my predictions. Okay. I had the U.S. coming in fourth. Or I mean, U.S. Mm-hmm. coming in first. Mm-hmm. Jamaica coming in second. Poland mm-hmm. coming in third. With yeah. Britain coming in fourth. Yeah. Now, I got the medalist correct. Just got the mm-hmm. silver and bronze. Yeah, um, mixed, up. Mixed, mixed up. I can't keep forgetting that word. I don't know. But um, USA won with a time of 316.85. Yeah. Poland came in second with a 320.53. Mm-hmm. And Jamaica came in third with a 321.24. Sharika was on that Jamaican team. Um, mm-hmm. So she did leave with three medals. So she left with two bronze and one gold. So shout out mm-hmm. to Sharika there. Um, but, I mean, no surprise here. I was super excited though, um, with that they had. They got it spot on. So in my pre predictions video, um, I think I predicted to have for a thing, Sydney, Felix, and I don't know if I said Muhammad or Hayes. It's either one of those to be on the thing. You said uh, no, you didn't say Muhammad. You didn't say Muhammad. It was probably Hayes. Yeah, okay, yeah. But this yeah, was, was perfect. I mean, a thing, you had Sydney was first, mm-hmm. Felix was second. She's always second in the four by four. Muhammad yeah, yeah. was third, and a thing was fourth. They got it spot on. Now, yeah. I was actually expecting to this to be an Olympic record, potentially a world record. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it just didn't happen. Um, I think yeah. Felix kind of. I think if Felix ran a faster leg, that would have definitely. If it was twenty four, yeah, I think it would have been fatigue. a hundred. With that one, it was fatigue. I think it was fatigue. Fatigue yeah. played a part into that. Yeah. But a thing, a thing ran. Her final split was like a forty eight three. Yeah. They were saying that's it. one of the fastest splits in like four by four by four history. Forty eight three. Yeah. Her split. Oh my gosh, she tore up the track. I mean, she's different. That just proves, I mean, just a thing is, you know, inhuman, to be honest. Um, I'm going to be honest. This was a no-brainer. I knew that this team was in-depth. I mean, you got two of the world's, two sub-52 400 hurdlers, uh, 49-2 400 runner. Um, Mm. I mean, and then you have 
the most decorated Olympian in U.S. history of all time. I mean, that that's an easy dub there. Um, but as I was gonna say, real quick, real quick. So with the U.S. right, um, yeah, they're on three sixteen eight. Um, I believe the world record is a three fifteen some change. So, you know, as I was saying, fatigue definitely played a part into this. Um, it's just one of those things that just didn't align. The stars just didn't align for this race, unfortunately. But it's definitely still on the table. Um, you know, same thing with thing. A thing is different, man. Like right behind the sun, I'm putting the thing. It's probably she's gonna go down. She's another one who's very versatile. You know, for those who don't know a thing, you know, when she was younger, she was an amateur. She ran anywhere from the two, probably all the way to the fifteen. Two, I think she could be a good fifteen under under Q, in my opinion. And she was the top of every event, like two top, four top, eight top. So it's like two to fifteen, she was able to run at a very high level. Like she didn't really have a particular race where, you know, as she does now with the eight. But even in college, you know, she didn't even run the eight. Would have been a waste of time. Need to. Would have been a waste of time. You know, would have been unfair to the other athletes because she probably would have blew out the field. So, you know, she ran the four, and she still, um, you know, she was the uh, collegiate winner, and collegiate winner championship, and she broke the record. And supposedly the four hundred is not even her race. So it just goes to show you how talented she is as an athlete, and um, that definitely was a great addition for that team. Um, outside of Sydney, of course, Muhammad, and then um, Felix. So, yeah. U.S. I was no surprise there. What'd you think about Jamaica though for third? Um, like, what'd you think about second and third? Um, I I mean I thought Jamaica with all that the depth that they had in the four hundred. Um, I seriously thought that was an easy second. Unfortunately, McPherson wasn't in that final. I definitely think if McPherson was in that final. Um, they could have outkicked Poland. Um, but yeah, they had a solid race. I mean, they came in third. They won. They still came, won a medal. But you know, no one was topping the U.S. Um, Poland though. Um, once again, Poland. I think they also won the mixed relay. Um, they've always had a strong. These past few years, they've had a pretty strong four by four team. They don't have the yeah. fastest four hundred runners. And it boils down to once again not, not have you don't have to have the fastest, you know, individual athletes or runners to be all exchanges, all the mental, game. all the mental game. Yeah, you have to just have a solid group of runners. Yeah, um, you have so, to have, I mean, I would not even say that. I would have to say, you know, outside of that, of course, um, the chemistry has to be there. The chemistry is not there that could affect your race, and that's basically the equivalent of having a star, and then the other three are just average, right? So, you know, that's what it takes for the relays. Um, you just said got to have a group of runners that are clearly can run the times for the, you know, for the overall time that can run the best, I guess, probably one of the top athletes in their that event for the relay. But then you also have to have good chemistry. If there's not good chemistry, if the exchanges are not there, that can ruin your race just as much as if you had, like I just said, a star, and then the rest were just decent. So that's that's the that's the upside, and then obviously like disadvantage of a relay. Uh, you you can have great athletes individually, 
put them in, you know, these individual events, they're getting at least top five, right? They're getting at least top five, no question. But then if the exchanges are not there, doesn't really matter at the end of the day. <laughs> so just showing but, um, wait. Yeah. Um one more thing though, one more thing. Um so Jamaica ran three twenty one twenty four for third, right? Mm-hmm. And then Canada was literally right behind them at point eight four. So that just goes to show you that dang, they were right there. They were right there. Mm-hmm. Whoever that anchor was, they were right there. Right there. So yeah. I don't know, the four by four, that was eh, to be honest, I wasn't really too up and down for me. It was up and down for me, honestly. You know, we expected the US to be in their own zone. We expected that. Honestly, it was really just a race for second and third. You know, we expected the US to solidify that position, but second and third, that was interesting. And then as I said, Canada was right behind Jamaica, so yeah. Yeah. So overall, Kyle, what do you think? Um, and access in my men's prediction. What do you okay. think was the best women event? Your for me, women event. The most exciting for me had to be the four by one or I'm tripping four hundred hurdles for me. Mm-hmm. The four hundred hurdles was the most. You know. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Like, you got that type of reaction out of it. Yeah. Um, just to go real quick. I would have to say they're the – I would have to say the 400 hurdles are maybe – maybe the – maybe the 100? Maybe the 100? Because um, with the 8, I kind of expected that with a thing. I expected that. I did not expect for, you know, the 21-year-old – or the other 19-year-old, I'm sorry, to be up there with her. But I kind of expected that. Um, so for me, I would have to say the hurdles are maybe, like, the one for me. So. Yeah. What do you think um, yours was? Mine? Oh, this is interesting, because I really think the women's was way more competitive. Um, more yeah, exciting a lot more men. Than men. I, yeah, I agree. Um, I didn't really have a particular favorite in comparison mm. to the men. I feel like the men had a more high in terms of excitement and intensity. Okay. Um, I would have to go... I like the eight. I like the eight with the thing. I think even though we knew a thing was going to win, I just love mm. running, watching her run. It's kind of like Udisha. I just love front yeah. running Anna Reese. Um, I love it how somebody takes it out from the gun. That the entire know. race, man. <laughs> Leads the entire oh, race, and still has a kick left. No, like, has a t- That was crazy. The thing is, like, the next, in my opinion, is going to be the male Udisha, or the female version of Udisha. Like, I just love front running in an 800. Um, and I was excited to see, especially the way she pulled away on the home stretch. Um, yeah, mm. that, that was my favorite. Um, the 400 hurdles I did like as well. Um, I did enjoy. Um, I did enjoy the 1500, too. That was pretty wow. good. And then the sprint, the 200 was really good um, with Elaine and, and Bowman. Yeah, so. And then 18 year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's look at some of these field events. I don't really. Um, shout out to the, what was it? Was it the triple jump? I believe it was the triple jump. Okay. Shout out to 
what's her name? Let me see her. Uh, Yulimar Rojas from Venezuela. Big shout out to her. She um she broke the world record, and um, man, that girl can triple jump. Woo! <laughs> she that world record jump was amazing. Um, shout out to her. Um, shout out to all the medalists in the field events. Um, mm-hmm. you know, field may not be as exciting as track. And yeah. I did watch yeah. all the field events, basically all the field events this year in the Olympics. Like mm-hmm. the stream, they were going back and forth from running to field. Yeah. Um, events. And I can tell you right now, the field events are getting more, more yeah, competitive, they, more exciting than more in intriguing. past years. Um, but you know, as you were saying, right, the field events, um, you know, they do that intentionally. To do that to keep it engaged, um, to keep the crowd engaged as far as like, if you're watching on TV, if you're not watching live. So obviously if you're there watching live, I know I know there weren't any fans this year, but any other um, venue, any other major track meet, you know, and fans were allowed. Um, you know, if you're not watching it live, what they do on TV intentionally is to put it in between. You know, so basically the running events would be the sandwich bread and then whatever is inside would be the field events to keep it engaged, keep the, uh, whoever's watching engaged. So, yeah, I mean, I enjoy watching it. Um, I like the high jump. I think the high jump is probably one of my favorite, uh, one, not my favorite, one, you know, one of the events that I favor just because, you know, I like when it goes back and forth and, um, I would have to say the high jump is probably one of my favorite, uh, for me but um everything else is kind of just you know, it's just there but yeah i like the field events a pole vault i like is pretty interesting i like the pole vault that's probably yeah. my favorite i would say that's my favorite pole jump pole vault and high jump because when they're mm-hmm. i mean it's it's intense pole straight too. Pole vault straight too. yeah um yeah pole vault straight one, too. one more shout out to um britney reese Another mm. athlete, very consistent longevity, um, coming in mm. second, um, basically mm. coming down to the last jump. Um, mm. For those of you who know, Brittany Reese is an extremely, very consistent athlete. She's medaled all these global championships. She's either finished first or second mm. um, since late 2000s. Mm. So um, shout out to her. How old is she? Yeah. And that's it. Any final thoughts? That's it for me, man. I mean, it was interesting. It definitely uh, fulfilled my expectations. Um, as you said, I think the women were a little more exciting than the men, to be honest. Um, you know, with the men, um, like I said, man, that, that 800 disappointed me. That was, that was kind of sad. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to see Jude in there. I wanted to see Jude in there. Yeah. Oh, that would have been exciting, bro. But um, I'm excited for Worlds. I'm excited for Worlds. So, well, Worlds is going to be good. I mean, we've seen I'm that, track, see that brand new Hay- Hayward Field. You saw the times it produced. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see what Worlds. Um, I feel like with some of these other younger athletes as well, now that they have kind of a feel of what it's like to be in, um, you know, a professional setting and not in college or amateur setting. So we'll see. 
Hopefully they bring their A game, they work on their weaknesses, and they get to it. Yeah. No, John, we're actually just going over discussing the Olympic results. Yeah, we haven't haven't really watched the Paralympics. Um, I'll probably look at it a little bit, but no, we're talking about the Olympics from track and field. Um, all right, well, that's it. So this is going to be uploaded. Um, going to extract the audio, and I'm going to upload it to Spotify, um, to my podcast, Back at the Track podcast. Um, it's also on Apple Podcasts, Geezer. Um, a lot of I, There's so many of those apps that they show that I just don't remember. But um, yeah. also thinking of, since I'm after this, I'm going to try to download it also, upload it to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so this way, because I know some of you guys came in late and didn't miss all, all of it. But once again, thanks for watching. This is the Back to the Track or Back on the Track podcast. I don't even remember my own podcast. Um, I'm Mikhail. I'm Kyra. And we are signing out. All right. Peace.